Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're back down here in Porchville. Uh, how you doing? Man, I'm doing a lot better than last weekend. I have recovered. <laughs> Welcome back to uh, this side of the living, man. Yeah, it only took about seven days, but I got there. <laughs> well, we were wondering for a while. It was pretty touching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> PorchvillePod.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Go over wherever it is you uh, listen to your podcast. Hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends and uh, make them listen. We are here for a very special show. We have, This is the second, only the second time we've had a band here in Porchville. And uh, it didn't go too well for the band afterwards The first the, with the first band. That shall remain nameless, I guess. Yeah, okay. So, but these guys are, these guys are on the upswing. So I don't think we got to worry about that same... Yeah, these guys. Because if they fail on. after this, then it kind of looks like it's sort of somehow our fault. Oh, it's like the, it's like a curse. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't worry about it, guys. You're good. Apex. You guys, you guys going to the top. Apex <laughs> is the name of the band. We've got Andy, Christian, Joseph, Joe, Joe, Joey. Either's fine. Either. Honey. Kyle, how you guys doing today? Doing well. How welcome, are you? Welcome Fantastic. to Porchville. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you so much. Thanks for coming. Andy, I've known you for for a while. Yeah, you and I, we, we, you even we, you and I, we played together for like a week. Yeah, we were we yeah. were sort of in a band together. That was uh, actually we just practiced last night, and I was telling these guys about it. Uh, yeah. you know, over uh, Brian Waz's storage yep. unit over there, and yeah, you know, I pulled up in the vet, he pulled up in the <laughs> Lambo, and, and then we <laughs> jammed on his giant kit for yeah a good amount of time. That was pretty fun. Yeah, it was good times. It was good times. And now you, you've, you've come together with these guys here. Yes, love these guys. Yeah. More like I came together when they were already together. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> were you the final piece of the puzzle? Oh, that was an interesting. So it's a, yeah, it's kind of a interesting. We were sort of scavenged from a previous band, I guess you could say. We're, you know, we met that way. We were going to go into that. Uh, and then when it ended, we kind of started splintered off started our own thing yeah uh, i mean it just it just happened wait did we rain? did yeah. did we hit the, i think the button might have got hit is the is it is his on there's a button on top of that Uh-oh. it might have gotten flipped to off somehow see i'm a drummer i don't know how to <laughs> <laughs> oh there it is no 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 over the top there you go might have to roll it around a little bit there's a switch on there in fact there's a little yep see it see the red light there it is. There it is. Oh. It's actually a little serendipitous. Testing. <laughs> Testing one hey, there it is. Christian, how are you? <laughs> hey, good to finally join you guys. That, How's it going? <laughs> just so everybody knows, in case you couldn't tell, that was the drummer. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> we are uh, in a vocally challenged when it comes to mics. Well, and I, I've been in a band for a little while, some years back. So, uh, you know, you, you, you're bound to take some heat as a drummer being here you know because that's what we do i mean oh, okay. it, you know we got to bust your balls a little bit one of the best jokes what do you call a drummer that does not have a girlfriend anybody bass player <laughs> <laughs> homeless uh, oh, oh. <laughs> luke used to hate that fucking joke i can't imagine why <laughs> we told it all the time um, so what's how, how do you fit into this uh 
well, this band here. So, you, what's your story, man? Well, so what I was going to say, it, it was an interesting way that we ended up getting together as a band because I had been playing with Joseph um, through another band. You know, we were playing with Kings of Awesome for a while. Okay. A um, couple of years, you know, awesome project. And then, um, you know, so Joseph we started with Kings of Awesome at, some, at one point with yeah. uh, Hollow yep. Days. In fact, I yeah. went and watched both you guys play. Yep. Oh. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like, sure, you know, I was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely remember you being an asshole. No. See, see, well, he was there. That's how I know he was the fucking there. He ain't bullshitting. But yeah, I mean, we we were connected with um, Andy through mutual friend, um, co-worker of ours. I will say serendipitously, it was at the uh, Mexican place down the road. Uh-huh. So we had some it's National Tequila Day today. So we had it. You know, we met over some margaritas. Nice. That, man. Yeah, and randomly decided, hey, you know. Andy's a great guitar player. You know, we are always down to jam. Let's go meet up at uh, Andy's garage someday, sometime, <laughs> randomly, and and just see what happens. You know, and yeah. so Joseph and I, we joined him over there for a day. We jammed on a few of Andy's riffs, uh, which, funny enough, ended up you know forming the basis for a couple of our current songs. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was a little while ago. I mean, this was year, two years. Yeah, you guys have been putting that. stuff out there for I a little know, while. So. so it was about two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've only we've only been playing live since September of last mm-hmm. year. Right. Um, yeah, it's yeah, been a little bit of a, a slow start. here and there. In the but, um, yeah, we, we played with you in, in your garage. And then shortly after, you know, we kind of, you know, we, we, played, we were playing in this other band, No Comply, and at the time, our guitar player was leaving, and so yeah. I knew Andy was a fantastic guitar player. So we, had, you know, we had wanted him to, to join the band after our guitar player left, and so complications, and th- that band ended up breaking up. And then shortly after, I was like, "Hey, we need to, you know, we need to form a project yeah. with the yeah, no comply vocalist, right? Who was Caleb? With Caleb, who could not make it, unfortunately. Yeah. We miss you, Caleb. Um, Love you, Caleb. You know, I was looking, I was looking forward <laughs> to hearing all the wisdom that you know." fellow singers like to impart <laughs> on the world you know that's that's no nah, it's full of shit and man. we you know we're just we're just talking <laughs> shit that's, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about half the time <laughs> how to properly use a mic <laughs> <laughs> at least you guys know how to stroke use the shaft so joseph <laughs> joseph <laughs> how many strings are on your fucking bass guitar uh just six right six now. i didn't yeah. even know until i saw you playing uh i didn't even know six strings were were on a bass Jesus, is that now? Is it higher, lower? Like what? How does that work? Extra low, extra high, high string. Oh wow! Yeah, there's there's some seven string basses that have like it's like a full spectrum of like a seven string guitar. It's a B E A D G B E, and uh, that's impressive. Played that a little bit, and I was like, I'm I'm done with that. (laughs) (laughs) Too many strings for me. So where uh, where where did you where did you start in all this? How long you been playing bass? So I've been playing bass since high school. Where'd you you go to high school? uh, Lakanto High School in uh, it's close to. Crystal River area. Oh, okay, right, so you're coast. so you're you're from this area. Though. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, cool. I grew up in Florida most of my life. Right on. Um, so yeah, I started playing in about sophomore year of, of high school, and I didn't start playing in bands until shortly after college. Yeah. So I started playing in Kings of Awesome. Uh, Casey knew me from uh, he worked at the music store in Ocala, and yeah. so he knew me as a bass player, and he would come over. To, my dad played guitar, and so he would come over and, and jam with my dad and see my dad's band. Um, so he knew me through that. And so he, he offered me one day, um, hey, we're looking for a bass player. You want to play? And, you know, started playing with him. And just, you know, you start meeting people right. and, you know, one band after the other. And, you know, you, you get to where you are now. Yeah. So. so what is it about what is it about the makeup that, that we have here? 
I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask Kyle this. Kyle, what is what is it about this four <laughs> that is gonna be the recipe for success? What well, is it about it? We have four <laughs> different people with different backgrounds coming together, mm-hmm. um, and that's I think what's most intriguing about Apex in general is you have, um, like I said, four different people coming from different backgrounds um, that have all kinds of different musical tastes and and musical um, interests and things like that. So and the different know, experiences, yes. the different life experiences of everybody, you know, combined. That's I find that to be very important part. Uh, I will awesome. say yeah. that the technical capabilities of, of the every member in the group is yeah. something that's been oh man pretty refreshing from other bands. I, I, I gotta tell you, it's it's insane watching you guys. Now, I, I'll be honest, I'm a 4-4 fucking straight down the middle. Andy yeah, knows that. that. <laughs> Andy, yeah. Andy knows that. I, that. I love that just easy stuff because I can't I, I can't wrap my brain around a lot of the really technical stuff it's very it's very hard for me it's nice to have that in your in your like repertoire you yes know? It's, it, you got to start with the groove so if you have that groove right then, you know, well and that's what i noticed was uh, i think you posted a video yesterday of you know because most of the stuff i've heard from you guys has been you know live very technical type of stuff and I heard something that you guys were working on, just bass and drums, and it was just <laughs> fucking riding, man. It sounded death, so... The death of jazz. Was that, that yesterday? That was badass. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking Jeez. awesome. Joseph that doesn't remember yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> what what happened that, yesterday? Uh, uh, practice. I, uh, too many drinks. At, uh, yeah, practice. I was getting too excited. No food plus three drinks. Right. Joseph <laughs> means don't remember them. <laughs> three, dr- three, that's it? No, it was more than that, okay. for sure. All right. Heavy board. Three... <laughs> Gigantic drinks. I knew I was going to like Joseph. (laughs) (laughs) Stumbling to the bedroom at midnight. (laughs) I will say that I'm a lot like you and uh, Nick in the sense that uh, I sort of came from more of a 4-4 area in the previous bands that I was in 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 Validus and during Atlas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Was that that sort of restrictive for you, though? Not. Yes and no. Um, In a way, I kind of welcomed it because then it made it a lot easier to play within the box per se yeah like, like you don't have to think about it so yeah. you could move around a lot more and pay more attention to the you know the other aspects of performance um i will say i've learned a lot when it comes to trying to you know have different odd time signatures and things like that with these guys that i did not explore previously really um I love yeah, that. to I, the point where I've actually started writing my own in like odd time signatures and i'm enjoying it when i can get it uh, it just it takes a little bit, but it's fun. It's nice because you know there's always room for improvement. And you can always be learning things. Yeah. there's the know, growth in element aspect, in that. So. You know, you can always be learning something different. And yeah. if you're with a group of guys that challenge you constantly, which I do, definitely feel that way. Yeah. You know, you you end up exploring more things that you didn't think you would be able to play in a band. So that's mm. really exciting for me. Are well, you I talking about maybe doing a cover of a Beyonce song? We already did. Yeah, yeah they already I did. Know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Freak him, Grass. That, yeah, he, he watched that. I had not seen that. I, I was just sitting there that. scrolling on, on YouTube just looking up some of your guys' songs, and I was just like, no fucking way. Did it Beyonce? Yeah, watching RuPaul's Drag Race too much, and that song came on. <laughs> and I was like, that's a metal song. There's no way that that can't be a metal song. I like that the video starts out with just like, I'm pretty sure this song is actually written about me and about my 
my hair and he puts <laughs> his hair back. I mean, Caleb has some luscious locks. He I definitely does. God oh damn I was hoping that glorious. he'd be here so I could uh. ask him, like, what kind of conditioner he uses. Like, I'm I have so a girl jealous. In my hair We're still trying to figure it out. I'm uh, jealous. His hair is surprisingly super soft, uh. like a feather. <laughs> Just rub it yeah, in, It man. looks soft. soft. It looks beautiful. That's yeah. why I wanted to ask him about like what kind of product he uses. Oh, it just takes milk baths. Like, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> get lost in there, you know. It is also like a super low tuning too. Um, His locks or, or the song? <laughs> 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 Both, but yeah, no, the uh, the Beyonce cover that we do. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's it's an, definitely an odd tuning because you know we we normally tune drop C, but this yeah. one you have to drop that lower string down. I like the drop step. C because we did uh, the last incarnation of Hollow Days. We did a drop C thing with uh, buddy Dave Rivenbark. He came back in mm-hmm. for a little while, became a five piece for a little while. Did one show, spent a year, did one show. It was all drop C material, though. And uh, I loved the vocal range that yeah. came with it. It was just, it was so wide open. It felt so wide open. It, whereas before, I mean, I wasn't doing anything really that I hadn't done before, but mm-hmm. I just loved the ability to, felt like I had so much room to play around. It's mm-hmm. awesome. So Yeah, we feel the same way. Most of our songs are either the whole step down or, or drop C. We have a few songs that are A flat, which is like you know, it's a seven string guitar, and it's half step down on a seven string, and then you tune the lowest string down the whole step. So you like drop D, Jesus. the lowest string. So it's like A flat. Uh, but man, we don't have a we don't have a lot of songs like that <laughs> that's, yet. That's why I'm the singer, man, because I don't know what the hell he just said. <laughs> I, you know, it's I, I really mean, I caught, low. I caught part of it, but <laughs> you ever listen to Periphery? Uh, no, no mm-hmm. Periphery. Oh, I, I know I've heard it. All I right. know that I've heard it. But a lot I, of their tunings are, are A flat, or a lot of the songs are in A flat. A flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty That's soon insane. we'll need like Caleb to start learning Gregorian monk chants <laughs> yeah. or something. To get that low, low. I mean, it's not off the table, you know. <laughs> we're, we're willing to explore. Bring he's definitely. He's yeah. definitely getting there, though. Christian, <laughs> Christian, where are you from? So I'm born and raised in Florida, South yeah. Florida, um, close to Miami, East Coast. Uh, How'd you wind up in Gainesville from Miami? Went to school here at UF. Yeah, just you know? and it sucked you in, just yeah, like the rest of them. I, I didn't go to left, school, you know? but it just sucked me in. <laughs> Town of Gainesville, man. I don't know what it was. No, you get here and you know you meet these people. You start yeah. playing some music. You get involved in the Gator Nation, which you know I, I was never all go very Gators. super <laughs> go Gators. Never really got into the full spirit, but hey, you know there's oh we're we're, we're die hard so here. I got, I got right, special oh, really. lights on game oh, day. Oh, it's fucking dude. insane around here. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. We have a game day. <laughs> right. That's, oh, that's Jesus a stretch, Christ. Sure. Yeah, we'll have one eventually. Eventually, eventually. eventually. I'm hoping. How was, how was all this stuff? Uh, I mean, I, you, guys, you guys were getting out there doing shows, you know, you, and it seemed like you were starting to pick, your, uh, to pick up how many shows you were doing, you know, seeing mm-hmm. a lot more advertisements. And then COVID takes and drops the bottom out of everything, everybody, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Pat over at the High Dive, he's trying to get everybody right in, saveourstages.com. Um, to to try to you know make sure these venues get opened back up after the fact, but mm-hmm. um, how is like what what have you guys been doing? Any live streams? You know what's what's going on with you guys? How are you getting through COVID? So I know it did unfortunately pop up when we pretty much played sort of the biggest show that we had at, at Winter's End Festival on the fourteenth of March mm. uh, in Ocala at O'Malley's Alley. Yeah, and uh, Caleb actually runs that that whole event, 
and it was great. It was tons of fun. It was, you know, timing was right on the cusp of <laughs> yeah. that COVID stuff. And the next thing you know, all of a sudden we're in lockdown and, yeah. you know, everybody's going through their issues. But um, we practiced a, like a little bit here and there. Uh, we decided to err on the side of caution mm-hmm. before, you know, more information and everything came out. Oh, yeah. Uh, we didn't actually get together at all for a while. Um, and, and as I was mentioning before, uh, we were, you know, we just did a show for High Dive, actually. You were talking about Pat. Um, their very first live stream ever. Uh, it went very successfully. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Trying to raise money to, yeah. to help keep these local venues open because, you know, if do you not, know? Where do we play? Are they doing a thing where where you can go back and watch it after the fact, or is it only up there while they're so s- it while was up streaming? there? It was on the website noonchorus.com. It, it was on there for a while, and that's where they're streaming all of their live shows right now. And what? Give um, me that site again. Noonchorus. Noonchorus.com. Okay. Yep. Um, so all, they have their future shows on, on there right now that you can purchase tickets and uh, view whatever shows they have. They have tons of different types of shows, not just metal shows and stuff on there. Which we'll be playing that again on the uh, mm-hmm. 15th of August. Um, yeah. You know, it was it, a really it was great so experience. so enjoyable. Um, he invited us back, and you know, we figured, why not? Anything we can do to help you know, yeah. his cause. The video and the audio was really good. Actually, the audio sounded yeah. the best it's ever sounded in that's a live what, that's recording. What, that's what Andy was saying. We were talking about it briefly before the... Uh, before we started and um he said it was just remarkably good which is amazing for live streaming yeah we were pretty impressed the vocals were just right out there in the front and you could hear it above everything right where they belong baby that's right (laughs) definitely (laughs) somebody tell joe herschel that (laughs) (laughs) we're always struggling to hear the vocalist (sighs) always during live shows dude it it wasn't even a oh no it was good for the first time no that was beautifully produced and Mm -hmm. you know everything came out clearly all the parts came out clearly um you know the video was solid quality and I really appreciated how they pulled everything together as well because they were, you know, also very cautious. They were very good about, uh, you know, keeping the bands with enough distance from right. each other, you know, keeping cleaning it the safe, stage. You know. and, yeah. We felt very comfortable throughout the whole thing and, and very safe through it. And, and it was just one hell of a fun night. That's awesome. Yeah, that's why I'm super excited yeah. for the next one. Yep. Like, I, I hope to do plenty more of these, you know, streaming live, yeah. live shows. They're hell a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what's the uh, what's the plan then? What's the plan? Five year plan. Five what are we doing here? Album, please. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, sort that's of the soon. most pending thing yeah. right now, and it's kind of again, it's, but it's working it, it, out time wise, uh, I guess. Apparently, it's yeah. a lot easier than it used to be. I mean, how old are you, Andy? How old am I? You're probably. About I just turned thirty four on Tuesday. Thirty four Tuesday. Yeah. Happy birthday, thank by you, the way. Thank you. I just turned thirty four on the seventeenth. Oh, look at oh that. my God! Hey, happy birthday, birthday buddies! <laughs> yeah, birthday buddies. <laughs> so, as you've been, as you've gone through this musical journey, you know, kind of like I'm, when I was coming up, CDs were where it was at. You had to get out there yeah. and make a CD. You yeah. know, nowadays though, do you have to make a CD? I mean, it's you don't. It, it, it's changed. I don't mm-hmm. think you necessarily have to, but if you don't, you are still alienating. Like. A decent portion of your potential audience by yeah. doing so, um, because there are still people that do hold on to that. I think sort of the the realization of that for me though was when I bought a car and I went to go play a CD <laughs> and it didn't even have a <laughs> slot for a CD. Which, I was like, which car was oh, this? Shit, uh, that was the Camaro I had before this. Uh, um, before this, tell 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 everybody what you got. Yeah, <laughs> the got Corvette Z fifty one. Just the Corvette. Listen to this fucking. Oh, just the Corvette. <laughs> 
Oh. I am so happy I didn't try to take a drink of whiskey before you said that. Because you would have all been wearing it. <laughs> it's just it. one of the sexiest cars ever. It's fucking amazing it's for crying out loud. I, I it mean, used to be my favorite part of the day was driving to and from work, but let's go around the block on lunchtime. <laughs> oh. But but no, it's definitely changed. Um I, I know like I've been playing live since I just saw it the other day, which is why I remember the date. It was uh, August twenty eighth, two thousand eight. Uh, was the first time that I ever played like a live show with Validus, my original band. Really? Yeah, we were around. For, we, in fact, we played with Holidays. Yeah, uh, we played at Eddie C's. Yeah, and then there was that venue that you know it eventually became Liger, uh, or Liger. It became Neon Liger. It used to play uh, sidebar. Si- sidebar. Sidebar. Yeah. That was my jam, yeah. dude. We played like one of the last shows there before it closed down. I um, drank so much tequila in <laughs> that place, and I don't drink tequila. It was a <laughs> fucked up night. Some guy, we got off stage. Guy comes over. He says, "You guys are fucking amazing, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna." Get your logo tattooed on my arm. Oh my god! <laughs> and we we're like, "All good, right, good man." Decisions. And he <laughs> says, "I'm gonna buy you all some tequila shots." Okay, man. And we kept loading off our gear. We start loading out, and and we walk by this table, and the guy's like, "Hey, yeah, come here, come here." The whole table. You remember the sidebar tables? They're like that big around. That yeah, big around, yeah, right? They were huge. Whole table full. <laughs> A little plastic cups. This guy had filled this table with fucking tequila shots. <laughs> Joe and I, we sat there. We probably did like eight. And I remember picking one up and then it went that way because my wife was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then she got me to the car. And that was the that was the that was the morning I woke up naked with my cowboy boots on in, oh. the, in the bathtub, I think, or something like that. that so was a good night. Good night. It was an interesting evening. That was, that was about as far as I remember it, though. <laughs> so I, I believe it was a similar story for Joe. So. Yeah. Did the guy get that tattoo? I don't know. We, I, you know, I mean, we, I, I, I wouldn't have been able to fucking find my shoes after that night. It was, I was, <laughs> no I have no idea what happened to that guy. Call out to the guy. Call here. out, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, if you went and got our tattoo... <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing for you anymore. <laughs> I, I guarantee you he did not wake up the next morning saying, yeah, I'm going to get that tattoo. I, th- <laughs> I do think I told him like, oh, if you get the tattoo, you can get in every holiday show for free forever. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll honor that. There you you know, that's that's about the best I can do at this point. So, <laughs> oh, man. But I, I do think it's good, though, because I will say one of the advantages that we have nowadays is the connectivity, you know, podcasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, online, you know, band pages, websites oh, yeah. where fans, you know, such as that guy can <laughs> directly contact you if they want to. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it allows a greater connectivity than we've ever had with those people. Yeah. And it, it gives you just a platform that you can, you know, promote yourself that used to not be available. You used to only be able to know literally the local bands in your area. Right. Uh, just from word of mouth, you know, and that was it. Yep. Now you can. You know, you can we can get artwork done from some guy in Thailand. You know, we can you know play with a band from New York that they saw our Facebook page or something, and right. they come down and you know we played with uh, uh, at the Ocala show at um, Rawhide. Nomadic. Oh, yeah. uh, Drowning Pool. Drowning, Drowning Pool. We just played yeah, with we them played with Drowning Pool uh, in, in February. December. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's one of the, the venues that's not going to make it. Oh, you know, out of this COVID really? situation, so yeah. they're closing down. Fuck. Um, but yeah, just. That that ability to, to you know 
as a platform that we have nowadays with social media and everything, it, it makes getting your music out there a lot easier where CDs aren't necessarily needed. Yeah. But you still have, you know, you got all the old school, yeah. you know, uh, analog yeah. type people. And, you know, you, obviously it's a better sound than a compressed yeah. MP3 and, you know, all this. But uh, so, you, you know, keep the option open, but it's, it's no longer required. I, I think there's a good portion of people that like physical copies of things that they can hold uh, and, and look at. Yeah. I, I know that I'm one of those Agreed. people. Agreed. I love vinyl. I love Same. CDs. And yep. um, I like being able to hold music in yeah. my hands. So. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a notes kind of guy. You know, I always like opening up the CD yeah. Pages and reading yeah. the shit inside. Looking at the you pictures know. or something like that. I remember that. the first time I opened up the Appetite for Destruction cover, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know if anybody has not done that, but I recommend going and seeing the interior artwork of Appetite for Destruction. So <laughs> it was eye opening at nine or ten when oh, I fucking saw it. And it was like, well. So yeah. I, I'm I, I've been a fan ever since. Mm. You know. Of what's uh, inside or of the album? <laughs> well both. Both. <laughs> both. <laughs> Um. So obviously, getting an album done, that what does that look like? Though I mean, are you guys you know, just do a couple songs, put full length? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we've I think we've toyed with the idea of uh, you know putting out a maybe a two or three song EP or you yeah. know just a demo or something like that that we can do in the short term to get people. Hey, here's this at. You guys, if we do ever have people at our live shows, are you able to do that yourself, or is that you know you got to go in studio do that? Or we have some contacts that might be able to to do something like that for us. Um, Chris Riles in Ocala, I'm, I'm, he's pretty popular around that area. Yeah. Um, he started doing a, a recording thing with Mix House Productions, um, and so he was saying that he would like to to do something with us, and that's that's an avenue that we could explore for sure um, if we wanted to. I, I know that me personally. Um, I would like a, a full full length album. Yeah. Uh, all of the songs mm. that we've been working on, even some that we have yet to work on right now, included have sort of like a, a sealed. You know, this is a, a moment in in our time. You know, like the two years that we spent right. together, the first two years or three years. You know, this is the entire package of what we worked on, and here it is solidified. And then we can close that chapter and open another one for is the that, next album. Do they all relate in any way or anything like that? Is it sort of like a, they do actually. Yeah. The, the interesting thing is, is that as we were writing songs, we were not really, you know, realizing it, but after about six or seven songs, we started realizing that a lot of our songs were centered around death and the concept of death and mm. different ways of understanding it. So our, our lyrics are, are kind of centered towards that. And once we realized it, we kind of, Started doing a little bit more on purpose. Yeah. And not necessarily in like, a, oh, this is brutal death. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, you know, where everything is about, you know, fermented opal discharge right. or whatever. It's <laughs> it's it's more about the concepts <laughs> of death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, first the different aspects of it. Everything from like acceptance to, mm-hmm. you know, the actual physical manifestation of death as like an anthropomorphic being. Yeah. You you're know, bargaining with this. <laughs> you're barga- bargaining with this being for your life kind mm-hmm. of thing. and. There's uh, uh, like songs about um, uh, this the SEAL team six team that that killed Osama bin Laden. Mm-hmm. You know we have you know a, a song about that. Uh, the the Night Stalkers I believe is what they were called. So songs about that and songs about maybe suicide and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So. Some of our favorite movie franchises as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> movie franchises. <laughs> Alien, The, the thing. thing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You're in good company then. I, I I'm I'm a fan of the uh, morbid. Writing, uh, you know, I, I don't know why. There's something about it. Just, you know, <laughs> it, the death and suicide, it always manages to creep its way in there. It's not 
it's not technically just, morbid. This guy, this guy starts throwing parties for like, the Halloween morbid. Horror Nights like three months in advance. I am true. so disappointed they just announced today that it's canceled. Uh, yeah. yeah. Amongst everything We've else. actually been going for like my wife and I ever since. We, we, we actually started dating. I think our second date was to Halloween Horror Nights oh, back nice. in 2004. And we've gone every year since. Um, Wait, she trusted you to take her into a dark haunted house on date number two? She used to play hockey. Oh, okay. <laughs> as well no. as roller derby at one point in her yeah, life. So. Seriously, he would be the one that should be like more trustworthy. She, I was going to say, you, could, you trusted her to take you <laughs> into a dark house. I, I, I take her in there for protection. <laughs> she's she's covering my ass. Checks the zombie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we've gone every year. And last year we actually skipped it was like you know what we've been doing this so long it's sort of all starting to be the same yep. let's just take a year off we had you know we had moved we had a whole bunch of shit on our plate so we just sort of said all right let's let's not do it this year so of course you know <laughs> fucking gets canceled so we're out we're out for a couple of years but yeah first world problems right you know yeah. right. <laughs> right. um well, well, give me the, give me the, give me, give me the, uh, sorry, but I'll have to go back and clean all this up. Have you guys ever been to Halloween Horror Nights? <laughs> I actually Wait, have yeah. not <laughs> ever gone about the last nine years. See, I was going to cut all that out <laughs> <laughs> where I was sounding like a fucking fool, stuttering all over myself. <laughs> and then here comes in Matt with a question. Tr- Steamrolled <laughs> all over it. Um... No, what is uh after after you get a record, what does that look like? So we we get a record, we we're doing some touring like Kyle, you get, you got touring plans for these boys anytime uh, in the poss- future? Possibly. Where are we taking oh, them? God. Where are we taking them? We're taking them all over. Tokyo. Tokyo? That's the first stop. Uh, yeah, yeah, Tokyo's it's first stop. Yeah. First. Definitely. Right. Maybe Japan, Budokan. Yeah, yeah, and, Andy doesn't look so sure. He's like, "What the <laughs> what?" No, uh, it would it would probably be a, a U.S. tour. <laughs> even that would be challenging. We all have day jobs. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, we 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 tried doing little tours with with my other band, No Comply. We yeah. did like a weekend tour. We had a show booked both days, and we had like you know we we packed the camper up yep. and did did our and thing not for, for, for nothing, a weekend. But I mean, when it was you so got, much fun when you got the nine to five. Yeah. You got fucking adult responsibilities. Right. Jesus Christ, it's it's rough, man. Yeah. If somebody called me and they said, "Hey, man, I got a I got a two day tour booked," I'd be like, "Listen, I got I got a, I got some couch time planned." <laughs> like that's, yeah, <laughs> I worked all week. No. Like, I'm forty. Fuck you. I'm not going <laughs> there. Jesus. I yeah, know it, it. For me, it's super difficult trying to book shows yeah. um, with just all of our lives and, and right yeah. and dude it's an unprecedented time right now yeah. <laughs> i mean well well of course yeah, but i'm talking about even before even when it even when it's yeah. normal yeah no, man i had a hard time just getting my ass off the couch to come over here i'm like man <laughs> <laughs> i gotta drive over to the porch it's <laughs> <laughs> pretty routine though that's that's normal i know and so that's the bitching on a pretty routine basis <laughs> Like every Friday, I was like, "Fuck, I gotta drive over to the porch." You're like, it's a whole <laughs> ten minutes away. You're three miles away. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I've I've seen you stagger out of here, and and I'm like, ah, he'll be fine. It's only like three miles away. Oh, I did actually walk home from the old porch once before. Yeah, that yeah. was funny. Yeah, not for me. 
Because I, <laughs> I got about halfway there. I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck did I just do? And I was like, well, I can't turn back and walk back. Did it kind I of just got to keep going. <laughs> you, like, realized it halfway through the walk. You're like, where am I at? No, I knew exactly where I was. I just didn't realize the distance. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. I had never walked it before. Yeah. <laughs> so walking is a lot further than driving. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> so Especially at like 3 a.m. when you've been drinking all night. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's <laughs> so we, uh, is, there any, is there any music videos in the works? Anything like that you think you'd do in addition to some videos? I would love to if we had some contacts for that. We we do have a couple contacts yeah. that I have. Yeah, I mean we could we could reach out to a couple different people. Well, that yeah. seems to be the thing. You know, that's what I was saying. Where where we stopped sort of worrying about the albums and just doing like one offs. You know, let's go record a song. Really? Let's do a video and yeah. push that out there into the world. Um, we did that with the the last two songs that we recorded. That was just that was all we did. Like, I think that's cool. definitely priority. You know, and they were awesome videos, I got to say. They're very hmm. awesome. Well, it was just, it, it just, nowadays, like you said, I mean, while we all value holding that record in our hands, you know, I mean, that's, for a musician especially, that's yeah. that's one of the greatest moments, like, holding that. Um, I've got, like, a thousand of them left over. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's great holding a thousand of them, I, uh-huh. I guess, you know. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but... I think I got like six of them. Yeah, probably. Um, but that seems to be the way that most people are consuming their music these days is, yep. is, is digitally. So, I mean. Streaming. Well, I know. Yeah. yeah, definitely priority one is to get solid recordings of yeah. the music that we have. Yeah. Um, not just for advertising purposes, but like you said, that's the way people consume music via Spotify. Via, mm-hmm. You know, you, just going on YouTube or whatever. Um, and then obviously open up once we have an actual physical recording of some of uh, our music. Music videos, for sure. There's plenty more of that uh, uh, alcohol in there, gentlemen. If you uh, if you please, if you want, don't 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 yeah. be shy. My glass is Take empty. Grab a, grab a hold of that. <laughs> grab a hold of that. It's good, man. I'm telling you. I'm behaving myself. I'm still on Jesus. the same one. Jesus. Yeah. Perfect. Scanners. It's good shit. <clears throat> Cheers. Cheers. To Apex. Cheers. To Nick. Hell yes. Porchville, Porchville podcast. Porchville oh, get up there, boy. Oh. That's some good stuff. So tell me about Apex. What does it mean? What's the what is the name, the meaning behind the name? Where'd you come up with it? All it's I the culmination say. of like a month of us not being able to decide the name for <laughs> the band. Say, that's that's well, essentially what it means. Or or the best of the best. Best yeah. of the best. Basically, it was like top a, tier. You know, a March Madness sort of elimination yeah. of do we want this or do we want this? Do we want this or do we want this? And we tried out for like a week, and then we'd be like, well, what about this name? And then kind of figured that in a way, I feel like it's sort of speaks to what joseph was saying in the sense that it sort of it's a culmination of who we are as musicians like we're mm-hmm. all differently talented in our own ways in our own um you know technical aspects uh and together we feel that we can reach you know something that's that we believe sounds a little bit uh it, it we can express that to other people and we think it sounds you know as best as we can together as a group mm-hmm. uh and, and get that across to people in hopefully a way that they enjoy 
Um, yeah. So like at the apex of all of our talents, yep. you know, it results in this music. I mean, I, I think it, it's definitely a reflection of how, where we want to get to like ourselves as musicians, as a team, as a band, you know, it's, the best it's, top it's, of our game. yeah. And, it, and it's not even like about, oh, we want to be the best band. No, we, we want to bring the best that we can bring out right. of ourselves. We mm-hmm. want to be at the apex of our ability, our musical expression. Uh, like Andy was saying, bring the best out of each other, you know, to where we're, we're driving ourselves to, to be at that apex, essentially. The best band yeah. is such a subjective thing. So yeah, many yeah. seriously. Yeah. So yeah. many different <laughs> things. Like... <laughs> Well, what's kind of cool about it is that, like, I was I was listening to one of your tracks. I I forget which one it was, but it had a like I was sitting there listening to it, just trying to like figure out like <laughs> which influences of like different bands. I'm sorry, I was waiting for you to start going. It kind of sounded like or some shit like that, and I was like, no. "Oh, musicians oh, love one. this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be great. Go for it." But I was just listening to it. It's just like I, I I can hear like different influences, different bands. And I can hear like their own twist on it, and I was trying to figure out like what different like influences I could hear on it, and I couldn't figure it out. But there's like a lot of like really cool stuff going on. So I had my girlfriend Courtney put on her put on my headphones. I'm like, here, listen to this song. And then so I couldn't hear it at all. Like she was wearing the headphones, and I could just like see her heels start tapping and tapping her toes, and she starts <laughs> nodding her head. And I was like, yeah, she likes it. She like the song nice. ended. She took off the headphones and she was like, that was really good. They're really good. <laughs> awesome. Cool, Appreciate man. It. Appreciate I was it, like, guys. I'm going to make sure I tell them that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, man. And I think at Appreciate the end of the day, that. that's one of the things we would like is to be, you know, accessible. Yeah. Because there's yeah. one thing to be like, you know, hey, we're super technical. We like all this, you know, musicianship that other musicians adore. But at the end of the day, you know, you also still need to be listenable and enjoyable yeah. to the average person that might not necessarily even play an instrument. Um, so, you know, you have to kind of toe that line. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll tell you a funny story, and I won't say names. Uh, but years ago, there was a there was a, a band that we that we used to play with occasionally. Um, and one of the members, <laughs> this is very difficult. Uh, one of the members, <laughs> we, were, we were we were having a conversation about uh, just the different styles, and they were a very you know unique time signatures sort of you know thing that was their, that was their thing, um, and I remember him saying like, yeah we we uh, we we were doing this show and 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 watching the crowd trying trying to get into what we were doing, and it was almost like they were having a hard time mm-hmm. finding. The uh, the timing and, and and wow it was just cool and I remember Joe and I being like I don't know man I like to be at a show and and just start you know Grooving. catch that groove yeah. and I get that with you guys though you know it's yeah. very technical but but oh, you can man. find that groove man that's where I the drummer comes that. in I dig <laughs> that the drummer he finally <laughs> shines no, I'm just kidding I'm kidding no man time. I love it I love what you guys are doing like Thank it's you. it's very good and. I don't I don't dole those compliments out, you know, often, man. Thanks, man. Heard a lot of bands. That. Played with a fucking lot of bands. Who's the uh, uh, what was that what's that band? The Trivium. Mm. Yeah. They were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I 
terrible. Uh-huh. When we played with them, they were terrible. Before they were, I mean, they may have been together like a month, oh, if that. That's right, because they're out of Orlando, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 we played with them down at Lost and Found. Rest, huh. her, rest her soul down there <laughs> in Orlando. Um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoy what you're doing. It's listenable, you know. It's technical, yeah. and it's listenable, which is sort of a new thing for me, man. I'm kind of digging it, though, cool. so. Awesome. How do you make sure you do that? Like, where, how do you how do you find that? Like, I think I don't know if we actually are. I mean, maybe there's an element to consciously. You know, we we want to appeal to the people who are there. You know, standing there, you know, watching our musical capabilities. Yeah. People there that are just wanting to feel the groove and enjoy the music. And then there are people there that aren't necessarily even listening, but they can catch a hook in a song. And you're right. like, you know, they they can enjoy that aspect of the music if they aren't really into the technical or any of the heavy heavy metal stuff. Yeah. Um, but whenever we're writing in the room, I, I guess we're, you know, we all enjoy different types of music that serve that purpose, you know, for certain people that are, you know, that, that enjoy that music as well. So everybody with their own unique influences brings that kind of, you know, we're going to appeal to this particular portion of the audience just by our influences that we enjoy and we want to put into the music. So I don't think we write music for you know, people don't necessarily listen to, but I think that the music that we enjoy listening to is that kind of music. Yeah. So it's sort of, you know, it just gets naturally put into the music. It's, it's kind of my viewpoint on it. I think that's uh, like what I was talking about is just like, I'm, like I could hear like little influences here and there. It's just like, oh man, that sounded like System of a Down or, oh man, that sounded like, 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 uh, who, who like are, who are, and Cambria. who are some of your influences? Meshuggah. Meshuggah. Yeah, I love Meshuggah. Yeah. Meshuggah, <laughs> Tool. Were they in Rockville? Yeah. Meshuggah was a Yeah, yes. they were at Rockville. Okay. So happy. Okay, so I saw Meshuggah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I remember I'm Meshuggah. pretty sure. So glad I, I remember Meshuggah, too. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was pretty drunk, too. You've been, you, 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 have you been to Rockville? Yeah, yeah. Is I was at a, the... Are you a yearly goer? No, actually, that was my first time, the, the last year. The last year? Mm-hmm. Yep. I drug him out with me. Oh, yeah, man. he did. He drug me out. It's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah, we, it was we, so much fun. we definitely missed it this year. I, I was... Yeah. Ugh. I was upset, but... It this was the first year that Cordy and my girlfriend and I, like, we were we were actually going to go, and we were all excited oh about yeah. it. We actually, like, pre-ordered our tickets yeah, and everything. And they're going to get a tent. Uh, uh, fucking dude, and loved it. And then all of a sudden, fucking God gone. All of it. That sucks. COVID. Fuck. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, my balls fell off that day. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, How are you guys coping with all this shit going on with, with the... With the COVID. I, I think we're pretty fortunate. We still have our jobs. You know, we're still able to take care of ourselves and, yeah. you know, be healthy yeah. as well and still still practice. Yeah. So um, I, I think we're you know managing the best that we can. There's a lot of people that need more support than we do for sure. So yeah. um, it helps that. to keep a routine too. Like routine. I still, you know, to, to mentally satiate myself, I still get up for work Monday to Friday at like 8 a.m., take a shower, act like I'm getting ready, and then sit my laptop and work mm-hmm. okay. just for that you know the mental you know yeah just like okay i am at work right now and that sort of keeps you a little bit sane uh having some sort of you know schedule like right. that and with everything going on yeah. did you have to rearrange your house at all like to make yourself <laughs> like a little like cubicle to like make yourself feel like well, you're at work <laughs> <laughs> i didn't have to necessarily rearrange my house luckily um so i work at uf with uh in electrical and computer engineering and and they were nice enough to allow me to return to campus to get my workstation basically which is you know multiple monitors and like a little uh dock for your laptop and everything and then you know i'd have to set up that at my desk at home because i think that's that's been the case you know like with 
work and with yeah. band, it, it's been about let's try to keep the momentum going, you know. Yeah. Whether it's like you're saying, keeping the routine going every day and and, and just getting in that mindset. It's hard, or, though. It's hard. Dude, it, it's yeah. It, it, like what you guys were describing: getting out of bed, getting yeah. out of the, off the couch, like motivating yourself to adjust to these <sighs> ridiculously strange times. Yeah. I mean, it, it's nah, but it's and and that goes hand in hand with us, you know really wanting to prioritize getting an album out it's keeping the momentum going keeping practicing going you know continue fine-tuning our songs but it's it helps yeah. keep you sane too some yeah for sure shit like that for sure yeah. i mean music some, something to look forward to every week yeah you know, practice getting best, together with these guys it's the best yeah. day of the week for yeah. me well, yeah. as therapeutic as music is anyway yeah. i mean in this in this yeah. environment i i know that there's been a couple times since uh since i haven't been doing it that it's just been like oh man i need to I need to scream into a fucking microphone, right. you know, um, and it's really <laughs> difficult not to sometimes. So. Is that right around the time that episode one was created? Oh, <laughs> it may have been. It may have been. Yeah. Um, I mean, this was this is the reason that we did this, you know, just for shit like this, just hanging out, talking, you know, bullshitting and uh, um, telling stories, you know, talking about where everybody came from, why we're doing what we're doing and. That was the whole inception for 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 this, and it was uh, since I since I've been doing this and not playing, I actually enjoy this quite a bit more, and, it, and it's yeah. so much easier on my throat. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. God, so. and he sounds so sexy on a microphone. Oh, there's that. Yeah. There's that. I actually have uh, Hellfire Radio, which um, airs the show Tuesday nights, ten o'clock. Uh, the uh, the folks who run Hellfire, they, they, they want me to read bedtime stories for them. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know, maybe one of these days. We we'll go to we're, we do a uh, craft beer corner over there periodically. We all get on mics and talk to people and drink beers together. It's good times. And they want me to read bedtime stories. Till we get oh, you should do the ASMR. Have you guys heard of ASMR? Yeah. Uh-huh. ASMR. And I, I listen to you as I fall asleep. That's cool. Dude, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it, it's just somebody just like whispering. What? It's just it's just whispering. Is it's it also really? like weird sort of tactile noises and stuff, like rubbing stuff up against the microphone to create yeah. you know, an effect. Yeah, I could totally see you do that. What? <laughs> the hell are yeah. you guys listening to? <laughs> I got a fan noise sound on my phone for when I go out of town and my, my wife needs a goddamn fan. I just bring a fan it. with me. Why don't you just bring a fan? Because Why do you, you can't take a it? fan everywhere. <laughs> Yes, you, you can. No, you no, literally you can. can't. <laughs> I have one that plugs into my phone. <laughs> I literally have one that plugs into my phone. Look, sometimes you're unprepared and you need a goddamn fan. The I don't. All right. I I can do without it. I don't give a fuck. She needs a fan. I don't know why. I'm a fan guy. It's probably to drown out my snoring, though. So. <laughs> I. That's probably why I need a fan is to drown out my snoring. Fair enough. Fair enough. And also, I sweat when I sleep. That's great. Yeah. Fantastic. In case you're wondering, so, anything else you want to divulge? Um, what else do you use this fan for? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just this is weird Florida? having four people. Because when you guys talk, I gotta like look at everybody to see who's talking real quick. Before <laughs> I can say, "Oh fuck, who's, who am I directing the answer to?" That's what but I get the, for the question the of what else do I use the fan for? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what else would I use the fan for? We're coming there's, back to that? There's pretty much just one specific use for a fan. You could always talk into it and pretend you're Darth Vader. 
That's pretty good. All use. right, all right. See, there it is. See, you didn't was, think about that one, didn't that you? Was that was clutch. That was clutch right there. That was <laughs> all right. So yeah, he 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 thought of a second reason <laughs> to use a fan, <laughs> and that's it. Those two. Yeah. No one uses oh. the fans. So what what kind of shows are we looking at in the future here? I like I know that we're talking down the road. I mean, are we trying to get you guys trying to get into? Fe- we're talking about doing festivals. Like, oh, is I'd that some, is that a goal? Oh, like, welcome to Rockville. If we yeah. if we ever had the chance to to play with all those different types of bands, God, I just crap my pants. It <laughs> 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 would be amazing. And I, I know we keep coming back to it, but it's just so weird to it's hard to plan yeah. uh, the way everything is. Obviously, yeah, live streaming shows are. are Starting to become, you know, a thing. Do you think it's gonna be like, like some people are saying, twenty twenty two and shit? I sure hope not. I sure hope not. It was, uh, it was interesting because I planned shows three, four, five months in advance. Oh, and you're so, a planner. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking it. So, See, well, that's great. So I yeah, enjoy he gets it. us all the shows. Yeah, yeah. No. No, I enjoy it. So when the pandemic happened, it was like, oh okay. Um, no, I, w- I would love for, for Apex to do festivals in like Rockville and, and how do we how do we get them to that point? Get an album, I guess. Album yeah, and start yeah, you definitely locally, promote. Yeah, yeah. You definitely have to get an album, advertise. Yeah. Uh, you know, big time merch, website, Facebook, Instagram, everything. You know, just yeah. uh, part of it, man. We, we got to just continue like maintain a presence through all this, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, I like, mean, record practices, play live streams. You know. Get on podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, out there. For, for me, I'm just, you know, we're, we need to take every opportunity as, you know, that comes by. So, yeah. you know, right now during the pandemic, it's kind of definitely slowed down a lot. Um, but I'm, I'm hopeful for, for next year. Hopefully the pandemic is over by the end of the year and, uh, you know, we can move forward and, and you know, do those bigger shows. Because we had some, you know, decently crossed, man. Uh, numbered of numbers of shows. Shows. I just don't want to see everybody playing fucking drive-in theaters for the next ten years. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, right. have you tuned in to any? No, no, <laughs> I haven't. Um. I haven't. Uh, I I have watched a couple uh, like comedy shows and stuff like that. Um, and those have been okay, but you know, I mean, there's 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 something lacking when you're when you're performing and there's no audience. Yes, we all know yeah. that. Yep. You know. If you don't, if you don't get that feedback, it's like, oh boy, this can be difficult. There's a there's a band that that I've that I've watched um, that does a pretty good that has a pretty good setup. Have you heard of the band Psycho Stick? Yes, they're oh, like a, they're like Psycho they're Stick. a comedy band, and they have like a a, a studio that they set up for um, live shows, and yeah. they do it every Thursday on their YouTube channel, and they raise money for for COVID stuff, and no they shit. raise money for themselves. And it's really successful and I'm like wow they I mean obviously they've built what they have right. now and so they're relying right. on this um, for the short term I, or maybe the long term I don't know but it, they, they really have a really cool setup so I think Clutch um, is doing the same they, cool. I, I know they've put out a couple shows and I, I did see an ad just recently that they were getting ready to do another streaming show so yeah I mean, if that's what if that's what people are doing, uh, it, it's uh, you get the live feedback too. You get the yeah. the it's comments from YouTube. It's a YouTube live, so it's a good yeah. band aid. Uh, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't want that to be the status quo, though. Definitely yeah. not. Like no. you were saying, obviously, there's that intangible aspect of connecting with a crowd. Yeah. That uh-huh. it's just different. You miss like yeah. we, when we just did that live uh, stream last Saturday, a high dive. Like, I mean, granted, the other bands were there, and we've all played shows where oh, we're it's only just playing the bands, the bands and the staff. <laughs> Um, so it felt kind of like that, but you you know you miss that 
just simply seeing somebody's face in the, in the crowd when you're playing is is something that you can't replicate with these live streams. And do, do you modify your performance though when you're? Well, we try not to because two? I think one of the things that we like to try to do is we realize that most people, when they would normally come to a show, you come to a show to see, you know, a show, uh, not necessarily four guys stare at their shoes the whole time. Right. So yeah. you want to at least, you know, I don't, I, I don't care if you miss a note. If you're bouncing all over the place and you get the crowd into it. Um, I, I, I like you as a band ten times better. I f- and I'll go home and I'll you know I'll like your music even more if I if I see you live and you just knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I prefer those kind of bands. There's nothing more disappointing than <laughs> listening to a band, <laughs> uh, loving them to death, and yeah. then when you show up, you find out that like half of it was tracked and you know they don't they can't actually play it live yeah. or you know whatever. Uh, they're just zombies on stage. They just don't yeah. move. There's no energy and just sucks the life. That out was of one thing. I was always uh, one of the best comments that I could ever hear from somebody was you guys sound just like you sound on the on the C D. It's like yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, we're doing something right there. Yeah. And that was I mean that was always important to us, you know. So I mean it it it, it matters. You know, I here's I an idea. You can't do it live. Like you get like a little venue and it's you know, it's empty, like nobody's in there, but you fill it up with like an army of mannequins. <laughs> And you have Kyle up in the rafters controlling these mannequins like marionette dolls <laughs> as you guys play. I'll Do have to ask Pat at High Dive if I'm allowed <laughs> to do that. He's got the applause yeah. track. He's if, you tell, the if you tell Pat you're going to pay him, he'll fucking do it. I'll bet you. I'll donate some money to High Dive to do that. <laughs> I, I, shit, crazy, count man. me like, in. <laughs> count like, me in. Maybe with the exception of the marionette thing. That's Isn't that like a lot? Uh, it's isn't a that what creepy? a lot of sports teams are doing now, too? Like no, they're, they're, they're doing backdrops of uh, video games. Backdrops of video games. No, the MLB is just doing like cardboard cutouts of people. What? Like, yeah. Just like, like cardboard cutouts of people in the fucking stands. Uh-huh. I think I think it's soccer. Like, what is if it rains? <laughs> they all melt. Shit. <laughs> Morbid. That, I mean, it's then we can play a metal show there. There you go. Yeah. We can write a song about it. I love the idea of the marionettes, though. I, I, mean, I that, that's. Dude, we, I mean, we, we you know, just like a up, yeah. just small venue like the high dive, and like you know, just like like the first like you well, know like twenty very, feet or something very like home that. Alone style, you know. But if, yeah, exactly. If, if you're gonna do this, there's only one rule. You gotta have Matt in the crowd with all the mannequins. Yes, moshing with the mannequins, dressed up in a onesie. Because this so motherfucker's like a hype man. I'm telling you, <laughs> like like no other. So you gotta have him in there. Plus, I just think it'd be fucking hilarious <laughs> seeing you swimming around in a sea of mannequins. There probably wouldn't be any functioning mannequins left at the end of the show because probably I just not. moshed the shit Somehow off. Somehow you're <laughs> crowd surfing among the mannequins, <laughs> <laughs> rolling over the mannequins. Kyle, you got your fucking work yeah, cut out I for know, you. I gotta, yeah, you got I'm your work cut out like, for you. Like tomorrow. He's already looking up how much a mannequin costs. Exactly, right? <laughs> Can we fit this in the budget? Yeah. <laughs> so who and how do we actually rig up something to actually have Matt on top of the mannequins? Because I'm not a small no, that's guy. For, that's I, for you that's, to figure out. Yeah, that's your job. That's for you to figure out, Hollywood dude. Wires. Oh, well, see, then there's just not going to be any mannequins left afterwards because well. I'm just going to be jumping around in there. You got to take that up with Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, we got some <laughs> ex- right. we got some talking to do. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> so who who writes most of the lyrics? Caleb. Caleb, 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 Caleb sure. writes yeah. everything? Yeah. Or do, well, you guys, do you guys give him some, like, Little pointers here and there. Every once in a while, he'll come to the band room with a song that he has ideas for or lyrics that he has ideas for, and yeah. he'll work through them with us. But a good portion of the of the work is offline, and he'll come to us with like almost a finished product mm. of, of lyrics. 
just uh, lyrics any 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 music oh, with that or vocal melody th- this guy is such an amazing musician yeah um, it's why we love him so much in this band is that he challenges us even though he doesn't play a physical instrument like his voice he's able to manipulate uh, melodies and and show us different things um he is able to play a little bit of guitar to show us yeah but you know he'll he'll come up with melodies yeah. just I think with that's his one voice. of my favorite parts about the band too is yeah. is everybody has brought different stuff to the table that in some way has turned into a song Mm -hmm. and we don't pigeonhole ourselves into requiring us to sound a certain way Mm -hmm. so we can have a song like hit and run that caleb's just talking about his experience of getting you know hitting his mustang when he's driving uh and then we can mix it up with some sort of seven eight jazz sound and you know we have this song that doesn't sound anything like you know the next song which like lv426 which uh, for example, Caleb came up with a melody on the piano, mm-hmm. and that turned into, uh, you know, the bridge at the end. Um, just things like that, where it's it's just an open environment for everybody to just creatively express themselves in, yeah. in mm-hmm. a way where we can all, you know, have our own input and and nobody gets stifled in any way. And we have, you know, there's songs that I've created, there's songs that Joseph's created, Christian, Caleb, and then there's a bunch of songs that we've all collaborated on different parts together. Um, but I think that's <coughs> my favorite aspect is there is basically no stunting of our desires to write um, in yeah. whatever facet that may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there's a lot of, you know, coming up with riffs o- offline that we bring to the band, but there's also those spontaneous moments where, Andy, you, the, our last song, um, The Bargain, that, yeah. that one was basically you com- r- jamming on a riff that you had just... I, if I remember correctly, it was spontaneous, and Caleb yep. had a vocal melody that he just spontaneously came up with. And Those we, are the best. Four days later, we had this, you know, the the basically ninety five percent of this song already already written out. Those are, those are the best. That's those crazy. are absolutely so the cool. best. Uh, some of the yeah. some of the best songs have ever played with anybody have been those songs that just exploded and it, come it naturally. Like, oh my God! Yes, it, it's like it just always was a song. You know? Yeah. It so just natural. orgasms right out of your brain. It's wonderful. Oh, God, it feels so good. <sighs> I was going to say, coming naturally is always a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but, it, but I love that. That's, that's one of my favorite things about music is, is you know, that, that creative process. And, and when you really have that final product, it's like it just, the mm-hmm. feeling of that uh-huh. yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is amazing. Yeah. And at the know? end of the day, it is, it is emotion release. It is yeah. expression of ourselves or whatever we have inside of us, which, again, in, in this time is something that can keep you sane, like having hobbies like music, yeah. you know, making podcasts, whatever creative. Oh, outlet. if it wasn't for this podcast, I'd be in a fucking nuthouse with David <laughs> Bora. I tell you what, I'm serious. <laughs> I would be insane right now. Way to bring Bora Much in Much love to you, Bora. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'd be sharing a room because... Uh, yeah, this just, I mean, the whole world, everything. Everything's been so fucking up in the air. Like, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, Murder Hornets was a thing. Fu- so, so, <laughs> so, somebody said to me earlier, uh, they said, do you know, you know, Kobe Bryant died this year? Yeah. And it was like, yeah. in a horrific Oh, wow. <laughs> that was this year. And that's. Holy, that seems like years ago. Right. With his daughter, yeah, it seemed Australia was on fire this year too. You remember yeah. that koala bears in the street? Oh, that was fucked up. That was that, terrible. Yeah, that well, happened this year. Yeah, four months felt like four years. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I don't know. I don't know. You know. So and then Matt survived a thirty-fourth year. He's still around. <laughs> Damn it! I was certain that hammock would be the death of you on your on your fucking birthday. 
Well, I I was okay on the, my birthday. It was that that one other time when I fell off and that was laid fun. on the ground for a while. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Matt's got a thing about excess. He he likes it a little bit, so I'm behaving tonight. <laughs> I'm behaving tonight. Why is that? I I want to get laid at some point. Oh. <laughs> That's not going to happen if I'm just falling over myself. It's probably not. With just whiskey dick like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. What are you going to do? I mean, if I'm too drunk to get myself off, what chance do I got? <laughs> Words of wisdom right there, guys. I just wanted to see how long we could hang the silence. I wanted to see how long we could keep it going that there. That was amazing. <laughs> I was waiting to see who the first person to crack was. That was me. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. So now the, the drowning pool show, did that, that didn't happen then? Did that no, get no, killed? no, it, it did. did. Yeah, it did it happen. Did. Mm-hmm. Yep. December. The drowning pool, they replaced their singer when he passed away. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How were they? I haven't, I haven't heard of them, I'll be oh, honest. Good. Were they? Were they yeah. In, yeah, they were really good. In comparison? Energy was great. Yeah. The, the show was, yeah, really well produced. So Nice. They sounded really on how, point. How was that show overall for you guys? Fun. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's a shame that Rawhide... You know, has to close. Had to close down yeah, here big recently. Big stage, but, um, good crowd, huge yeah. stage, mm-hmm. good crowd. Good crowd yeah. Sound guy was yeah. great. Um, nice. You know, drinks were flowing, friends were showing up. You know, it was tons of fun. It was a little out of the way. It was kind of in a weird yeah. spot, like mm-hmm. in, like in a like a plaza kind of area, which I wasn't, um, you know, wasn't expecting at first. But <laughs> uh, you know, everything sounded. Beautiful. Anytime you be, you you pull into a venue for the first time, <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. It's very true. You, you uh-huh. pull into that fucking venue. Well, what's the address? Oh, yo, this is the place. My is this a fucking strip mall? <laughs> my I'm next to a fucking Payless shoes over here. My, oh. uh, my original band Validus, we played a uh, hibachi sushi place once. What? Nice. How did? How did you do that? Did not know it was a <laughs> How do you not know that? It, it was the most dichotomously like decorated place ever cuz you walk in and they have like it looks like some sort of, you know, step pyramid Wait a minute. for the stage. Did you say hibachi sushi? Yeah. Isn't that two different things? It is. They have a sushi bar. I don't maybe it's just hibachi. They had a hibachi room with like oh. little things and then there was a bar for for people to just pull up and have some sushi. Okay. But, Okay. Uh, yeah, so it had like this little step pyramid for the stage, <laughs> surrounded with like, you know, sort of that Harley Davidson flame look on the walls, and then you turn the corner and you know it's a bunch of sous chefs making you, <laughs> you <know>, whatever. <laughs> and we were it like, sounds All right, this kind is of amazing. Super weird, and it was one of those shows, you know, when you're just starting out. It was actually uh-huh. in St. Augustine of all places, and and you're not playing to much of anybody because we're not local and, and the people that were unfortunately nobody came <laughs> and you're playing and halfway through uh, my singer Calvin turns to me and he gives like sort of a signal like you know those last three songs we were going to play <laughs> let's get the fuck yeah, out of here just, you know let's stop <laughs> and then as just as soon as he turns around all of a sudden this little sushi chef walks out from the bar and goes hey you guys sound great we're all loving it back here blah 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 and then we're like you gotta do it you're gonna play your ass off right. for those fucking guys yeah. i love it people know people did you guys get <laughs> did you guys get free sushi like was, they were passing yeah. out how sushi was, instead that, of drinks how was the sushi it, i did not partake because <laughs> the last I, thing i would want was some bad sushi you, on the ride home you, <laughs> have you guys ever eaten sushi i'm not a sushi guy oh, i've never had it is it good love it is it good yeah you recommend it Volcano right around the corner. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. Uh, I, I don't know. You? 
I love sushi. You you, I love you seem like a gas station gas station sushi <laughs> kind of guy though. I would try it. Unfortunately, <laughs> I mean, nailed not? it. <laughs> but the worst the worst thing is I'd probably try it like halfway like on a trip to Wisconsin. Oh, uh, Jesus then all of a sudden I would regret it. Christ. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that was very specific. <laughs> I'm from Wisconsin, mm. so I, I'd be like on a road trip home, and like I'd be like in the middle of Kentucky, and like all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, they got sushi here, and then I would probably fucking try it. So is that the is that the weirdest place you've ever played? Yes, yeah. for sure. What about you guys? Strangest uh, what, places. What about the uh, the grilled cheese? Yeah, place? that's exactly Planet but, Planet Sarve. It's also yeah. another place in Saint Augustine. Did, did they end up <laughs> closing? I don't. I don't know. There, I'd have to Google it. The grilled cheese place we it was freaking it, awesome like gourmet grilled cheeses and they what? had a stage and it was actually fun it was a nice stage that's too. pretty yeah. cool yeah no crazy stories or anything like that relating to the place but yeah it was a grilled cheese place that served I'm, you we were uh, we were in live oak florida oh. one uh, night right, some years ago um and we had a show at some hole in the wall bar and i think it got canceled so joe picks up the phone and decides he's going to find us another gig the night of. Sounds like you. Right? So he calls this like, it was like a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> I don't, and he's like, hey, do you guys do live music? Yeah. They didn't have a, a, a band that night, so clearly they weren't too fucking committed. They started asking Joe, oh, what do you sound like? And he said, ah, uh, well, it's like Leonard Skinner, <laughs> CCR. Okay. Like, and I'm like, that's not at all what no. it sounds like. <laughs> <coughs> he didn't care. He, he had not a care in the world. He just wanted us to get down there and set up and make fools of ourselves in this goddamn Mexican restaurant in the middle of Live Oak. So, luckily, it didn't happen. I I, I think I threw like a, a singer fit. You know, uh, you guys know what I'm talking about. Don't like you? little LSD lead singer disease. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm just not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get through one of those. You got to do it without me then. Free chips and you salsa. know? <laughs> Queso, man. Shit, you missed yeah. out. We were, we, were like the, we were like young and poor at the time, early 20s. The rough times, you know, yeah. to be a musician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're younger and you've never actually played a show, you have these fantasies in your head based on what you hear on what it's, you know, what it's like to play a show. And my very first show probably combined two of some of the biggest stereotypes all at once at, like you were saying, Eddie C's. It was a backstage lounge at the time. Um, you know, people think of groupies and people think of drugs when it comes to rock and roll. That's one of those stereotypes that sure. are just out there. And you think, yeah, but that's like, you know, that's at the big league level. You got all that going out, uh, like in, you know, L.A. and things like that. Uh, first show ever, you know, young nubile me just shows up, plays our show. Uh, I go to the bathroom immediately after. And, you know, first thing you see, somebody's just snorting a line off the toilet uh, seat. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay, there's that. <laughs> and then you turn around the corner, and then uh, somebody comes up and does one of these moves where they put their leg uh, over their waist, basically up against the wall, and prop it to kind of stop you. And it's a older lady. Um, and then she goes, oh, you sounded great. I would love to destroy you. This was at Eddie C's? Yeah. Backstage lounge. Oh my god, the finest. I I I'm scared <laughs> wow. for you. And I'm just like, oh god, it was. Is this what it's always like? Is this every single show? <laughs> I'm scared for you. I, I know. Yeah. I know who you used to hang out at ADCs, man. It's, yeah, that's... yeah. I was gonna say you probably know. Oh, I mean, there's like four or five I can think of right off the top of my head. 
right? Uh, you're saying th- this <laughs> is say this, this is what used to be, or this is what backstage was. Yeah. yeah, I've only been there once before, and it was with you and Joe, and there was a picture of you guys playing there, hanging on the wall, and they were talking about closing down that picture right there that I stole that night. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So so Nick takes this picture off of the wall and like tucks it under his shirt or something. Like he, he makes away with it. I just walked out with it. Joe walks up to Wolfman and he's just like, Hey, just so you know, we took this picture and Wolfman is just kinda <laughs> looking at you and Joe and looking at the wall and looking at you he and was, Joe. He's like borderline mad about it. And uh, then he was just like I guess <laughs> I heard he, he really I heard didn't later he was upset about the that we'd taken it. I, I don't know. He didn't really know what to say at that point. It's just like, you guys just fucking took it? This like, is like a karate studio or something now. Probably. Yeah. Like a yoga gym. or Yeah. Like, yeah, some sort of class. I don't think yoga gym is the right term. but No. It's like a youth kind of a thing. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I, I just drove past it the other day. Hmm. Shaved a guy's head on stage. Nice. Fun. Oh, you shaved remember, a guy's head on stage? Remember, I don't know if you remember him, Jack Wick. I uh, used to work for Rock 104 okay, when, yeah, when that yeah. was a thing. God um, damn. Yeah, he used to love us. And, you know, Dude, we've been in this town a long fucking time. Right? Rock 104. <laughs> yeah, we used to love him because he'd sandwich us between like, you know, here's this here's this uh, Deftone song and this Event Sevenfold song. And oh, by the way, here's Valid. Is, you know, and, and he went and had his birthday, actually. Uh, again, same kind of venue. Now I'm thinking about it backstage. Um, and during his uh, during our set, he came up on stage and we gave him a buzz cut. <laughs> well, yeah, because because Eddie C's took over the Rock 104 shows after yeah. the Porpoise closed. Ah, the Purple Porpoise. The Purple Porpoise. You ever play there? No, no. You guys remember the Porpoise? Did, wait, they had mu- mm-hmm. live music there. Did they have? Because that live became music that became there. Gator City, and now it's. Like Did they have live music there? Now oh they, my God! They, they completely yeah. tore it down, and now it's, it's the social. Hound dogs, hound dogs rolling over in his grave. <laughs> God rest his soul, hound dog. Nah, they used to have at the the Porpoise used to have a little club inside yeah. called the Blowhole. Oh, and that's where all the bands played. <laughs> Gator City also had that. that yeah, same it was called club Excess. Yeah, 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 yeah. That used to be the Blowhole, and um, <laughs> it was it was <laughs> the place was rough. It was it was a shithole. <laughs> well, it's called the Blowhole. Well, like <laughs> the Purple Porpoise. What do you expect? Greatness. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of fun on that stage, though. Lots yeah. of lots of fun there. Um, but yeah, yeah. Matt Adams at one point used to manage us, the oh. dude from Rock 104. Yeah, and uh, God, that was that was forever ago. Yeah, long time ago. But whatever happened to Validus? You still uh, hear Validus those guys? Validus was great. We played. Yeah, I still talk to them every day. How long day, did you guys actually. stay together? Uh, let's see, till about five years, six years. Um, it was just sort of a circumstance situation. The other guys were, um, at least two of the other four were um, physical therapy majors mm-hmm. and had just finished and graduated. So, you, you know, talking. I'm just going right over there. Cool. They decided to go, you know, start their however many hundreds of thousand dollars starting salary jobs around what? the United States. Uh, <laughs> and that was sort of, you know, blew up the band uh, after a while. But, um, yeah, no, I talk to them every day. Nick's, uh, uh, Nick's over in Austin, which would be amazing. Uh, if Austin's pretty dope. Yeah. And then Calvin's over in Bald- Boulder, Colorado, uh, enjoying all that. And Dave's up in New York. Enjoying all that recreational marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to be sly about it. but <laughs> You don't have ah. to be because it's recreational there. True. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. I can't wait till it's <laughs> recreational. 
but we're not going to talk about that. No, we're not. <laughs> we don't we don't discuss that. So my back is kind of sore sometimes, all right? <laughs> it's glaucoma, yeah, man. I was say, it looks like you got some glaucoma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I swear it's a scoliosis, man. I just, I just need something. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, can't you get it for, like, asthma or something? Like, I feel like that's that's so counterintuitive. That would be, that'd be like, a little strange. <laughs> My airways are tightening up, so I'm going to smoke something. You know, that, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. You know, they say that when you when you smoke for a long time, that it, it actually, that's a good thing, that you should get up and smoke because it... Right. Yeah, it's fucking retarded. You're not talking about <laughs> cigarettes, though. Yeah, I'm talking about cigarettes. Oh, you are talking yeah. about cigarettes. Huh. Yeah. I'm almost Uh-oh. a year. Oh, so, oh, no, so you're saying that smoking marijuana after smoking cigarettes for a really long time can help you <laughs> i would assume so is that what you're saying i mean i i suppose did i just miss your entire point i mean i didn't have a point i was thinking about I don't lighting think a cigarette I, I don't think i made that point okay well, uh, but it'd be a good point to I, make. I, I like that point though. i mean it's That's a good point <laughs> all right well let's continue on wherever the hell we were <laughs> weird so you remember the uh shows. the country bar that you took me to you don't have to name oh, names yeah but, but uh so we well, gotta talk seconds? about that experience that was an interesting experience a very uh lovely woman that i've known for about a decade good friend um she's a bartender i'm sorry i thought you were talking about the lady that harassed me <laughs> sorry i uh, wouldn't use the word lovely to describe her but uh <laughs> that's what yeah, i thought you were being facetious. really you know family owned you know super nice uh girl known her for years um decided to finally make an appearance at their bar it's not here in gainesville uh and decided to you know drag some friends with me see if we can all have a good time yeah and then uh these guys had a very interesting experience so joseph and i walk in there and all eyes are like because they know oh Mm. my that we are together. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. so, I'm just trying to ignore it. Right? So, I was oblivious to that. I sit at the bar, and you know, Andy's friend gives me a drink, and I'm like, okay, great. This lady walks over, and she's like, you know, you look a lot like my son. And I'm like, uh huh. Uh-huh. So she so she shows me a picture, and yeah, you know, besides him having black hair and me having, you know, like red hair, uh. You know, we look pretty, pretty similar. Um, so she's like, can I take a picture with you? And I'm like, <laughs> I had to think about it's it. It's more like, like, can I take a picture yeah, with yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty, pretty much. just like my Pretty son. much. And, and, and I'm, I'm picking it up. And yeah. for the story, she's drinking natural light. Oh. So Classy, uh, classy. Lady. So anyway, so hey. yeah, I'm like, you know, yeah, Never whatever. She, she, a woman, uh, she, she knows what she likes. <laughs> <laughs> Woman on a budget. She knows what she likes. <laughs> it's all right, you know. So she's like, "Yeah, you know, let's walk over to the to the pool tables and the light. Let's take a picture." I'm like, "Okay, whatever." She harassed me all night, what freaking long. And then she walks over and she's like, "You know, there's people over there. They're talking about you. She's talking about you." Where like, were they? I don't think so. Who knows? I, I don't know. It was such a strange it, experience. It was the she weirdest was experience I've <laughs> ever experienced. Andy's over here. He's talking to his, to his girl that's super nice, super sweet, very beautiful. Yeah. Yes. And then we got beautiful, these people cackling over here, just like talk, 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 talk. And it's just such a strange well, environment. I think, but I think part of it is that is the kind of place that 
you know, 99% of the people that go there are just the regulars. The person down yeah. the street, next door, small town, you know, low population yeah. density. Uh, so the same people show up all the time. So mm-hmm. when, like, you know, us three goofballs show up, again, I was oblivious to any of this happening because I was sort of like, oh, I haven't seen my friend in a couple of years, and I just sort of beelined it to her. Yeah. Um, you know, and just started talking, and then I kind of got this information secondhand initially, and then started to experience it. Well, it it was just weird. It was weird because, you know, Joseph and I have been together for four and a half years, and I'm like, I've gone to how many different shows, and not once have I ever had someone, you know, uh, like glance at me. We've never so played at a bar like that. We also <laughs> had literally just done an interview for Embrace Magazine. Yes. Uh, John Sotomayor in, in Ocala has, has started this this magazine that is uh, specifically uh, directed towards the LBGTQ community. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions was, hey, as musicians, you know, where half the band is, is homosexual and half of the band mm-hmm. is not, um, have you guys experienced any sort of, uh, you know, negative aspects when you're going out and playing shows or anything like that. And we, I think majority of our responses were kind of like, no, we've never run into anything because didn't even think you know, you, you it's, know it's never even really, well, it's music, good music's yeah. good music. Yeah. You well, know, you, you know, know, the thing is though too, is like, like the metal community. Yeah. Like that's where everybody goes. That's where everybody who has nowhere to go. It's the outcast. That's right? where yeah. they go. Yeah, exactly. That's and that, you know, they all, I mean, I, I, same with me, man. Like, all my friends back in the day, they were all just a bunch of kids who didn't have anywhere to go. And, I mean, there was gay, straight, you know. I mean, everybody was there. You know, and the the one thing we had together, you know, was that we just didn't have anywhere else to go, you know. Yep, and, very and, and it was, it was yeah, just and you love music. Yeah, we love music. And yeah. just nobody gave a fuck mm-hmm. about any of it. Yeah. And, nope. uh, yeah, that's that's just an interesting point. Yeah, you we, know? Had, we literally just said we've never experienced any sort of you know <laughs> opposition like the, whatsoever. And then the next day the we next show up at this bar. <laughs> I would say like yeah. the next day we showed up at this bar and people were just like, yeah. Ping. I felt right, it was a country. I felt really <laughs> bad yeah. too. Country bar. Well, <laughs> no, yeah, here's here's the the moral of the story. I, for some weird reason, would like to go back. <laughs> Even though it was See, find this lady. let's go. I want to go back. Let's go. I mean, she pours. We'll a really bring good this drink, fucking so. guy with us too. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're after, all going, dude. I definitely beer. would love to walk in. Dude, like, what a fucking motley crew! <laughs> right? Man, I can't believe I missed that on the first time. Let's I, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved after drinking two beers. She's like, "Yeah, you get a free glass." I'm like, Fuck "Fucking yeah. a!" <laughs> I got like three of them. I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> I just feel guilty for dragging him with You know, me. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a net positive yeah. experience. It was, it was a fun. semi-positive experience. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, it's good fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, man, there's just, there's just a lot of fucking assholes out there in the world. Never know who you're going to meet. Yeah, know? yeah. But, yeah, and it's good. I mean, you seem to keep, you know, positivity, you know, an open mind about shit. Yeah. And, I mean, nobody's you know. ever, nobody's ever physical. Like, we've yeah. never experienced any of that kind yeah. of bullshit, but. Well, that's good. I mean, I feel like it's. I feel like it's. It's just much more, sort of normal these days. I think it's sort For of sure. taken on that. You know, um, I mean, I remember ten, fifteen years ago where it was taboo. Now, yeah. you know, being gay is not that big of a deal. At least it shouldn't be. You know, and uh, it's not even really a point that we. I mean, normally I don't really bring any of that right. up in at our shows yeah. or Caleb chooses to he'll say you know so of course about like freakum dress you know yeah. this that you know um 
you know, support for do you LGBTQ. Get a lot of, do you get a lot of people just in interviews that like want to bring it up? Is that is that a point to to talk about? I, I, well, I think because um, that because particular I knew it, magazine was directed at that audience. Oh, okay. Was well, that makes that sense. Was, yeah. yeah, I mean, we yeah. played at Pride, and well, it's obviously yeah. part of the discussion. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think a lot of it comes down to again, we're we're a band. We play music together. I don't think for for those individuals it in any way reflects anything other than yeah, you know something that has nothing to do with the actual music so yeah you know you listen to queen you don't focus on that you know it's good it's good fucking music so mm-hmm. you you like it same Best. thing like like it shouldn't in any way make somebody dislike mm-hmm. your music mm-hmm. um, but at the same time it's not anything that we stray away from talking about something that yeah. necessarily makes yeah. us uncomfortable to talk about in any way yeah um if anything to, to me the idea of of a band like us in that way is uh you know that it, it's just a call to how inclusive you know the mm-hmm. both in just terms of the people that are in the band and the music that we create it's all about you know there's there's no holding back on any sort of musical ideas or you know types of people that may be in your band mm-hmm. and so yeah it's a closeness yeah. you know you're open to each other's ideas each other's perspectives your backgrounds your experiences that comes out in how we write our music and we draw from each other you know mm-hmm. like i, I know um, my approach to drumming, for example, it's like I'm always trying to pay attention. Like, what's Joseph doing? What's uh, what's Andy doing? What's Caleb doing? What are they doing rhythmically? What themes are they playing on with their melodies? And it's like, how can I kind of bridge what I'm doing with, you know, yeah. your ideas or, or draw from your? Oh, I like what you're doing. Hold on, let me try to do that with my um, with my feet. You know, it's it's a constant dance of us just listening to each other and enjoying what each other brings to the table and, and it's it's a melting pot of ideas and experiences that's that's really what the band is about yeah hell yeah that's awesome as much as we talk about it too we we don't really take it that seriously either we do have a lot of fun with the yeah. music you too. Have like to. that's you have that's to. the main thing like we we definitely want to you know have something that's thought out and purposeful with the music but at the same time whenever we're in the band room it's oh yeah it's really just fun <laughs> When 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 Hollow Days was together towards especially towards the end, you know I felt we we probably took ourselves a little too seriously. Uh-huh. <laughs> really? And uh-huh. with the next band that Joe and I did together, it was a band called After the End. It was brief, but uh, yeah, I remember having a conversation about you know this band. You know I don't want to take ourselves so seriously. I want to have more fun with it. You know uh-huh. I don't, I don't want to. I don't feel like I want to be the person I was before on stage. I don't want to. I don't want to be that again. Yeah. You know, I want to have more fun with it. And, I uh, hear that. And we did. We had a lot. It was just a different experience overall. But uh, there's a story I've told before about, um, you know, one question that uh, I, people ask bands in general. is like, who who are you? You know, and I remember that question being asked to, to holidays once. Who are you? And uh, there was a there was a story about well, we we're going back to that club in Orlando, Lost and Found. Okay. And uh, we had, we had uh, our friend Jonathan, who was our unofficial roadie. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Joe was trying to make out with his girlfriend the whole time. <laughs> That's his tradition. And we were drinking beers the whole ride down to the venue. Mm-hmm. And we rolled out of the venue rolled into the venue rather and Joe walks in with a beer in his hand and there's this gigantic dude standing in front of the door 
And he looks at Joe and he goes, hey, you can't bring that in here. And Joe looks at the beer, looks at the guy, and he just slams the beer. Slams it down on the counter and looks the guy in the eye and says, we're hollow days. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that's who the fuck we are. Because that was rock and roll right there. Fuck you. That's who we are. Um, But... he that was every note. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that guy, seen that guy so drunk on fucking stage yeah. that he fell into the crowd and the crowd pushed him backwards and he never missed a fucking note. Well, it was insane. It was insane. Huh? I said at least he didn't face plant and the <laughs> crowd was there. To they see. just all scooped out of the way. It was Fa- insane. Face first on the ground, still hitting every note. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all too goofy to take ourselves seriously. Yeah. Like, I try my best to bridge the gap between shows and stuff by posting the stupidest like internet memes. That's the best. You know, yeah. just He's dumb videos. Oh, I follow him. He's a meme master. I follow his this ass on, uh, on, so on Instagram. On the gram. <laughs> That's right. I get all those fucking memes. They're badass. <laughs> yeah. Man, you'll send me. You'll send us like uh, a bulk like just. You'll be on lunch break or whatever and just make like 16 or 17 of these. Yeah. And just, they're, every one of them's gold. <laughs> Love them. <laughs> Stockpiles. Yeah. So jealous. I got to follow you on Instagram. That sounds yeah. awesome. Rockstar Andy. I think G. I only like follow like three people on Instagram mm-hmm. and I don't think you I've don't ever. You don't know how to Instagram. I don't. I really don't. We've been through this. But if I get a notification. He barely knows how to Facebook. <laughs> I had to learn That's how true. to Twitter. My friends got me into it. And Don't even get me started they, on Twitter. They literally told me after the second day, Andy, you're using Twitter wrong. What? It's like, what does that mean? <laughs> and they're like, you're posting too many like pictures, and you're treating it like, you know, it's not just a stream of consciousness of whatever random thought enters your head. That's not serious. And I was like, oh, okay. So then the next day, you know, you post something just totally innocuous about like, uh, you know, some random thought like. You know, oh geez, what a spider just started coming out of the shower head, and like <laughs> apparently that's how you're supposed to use Twitter and not post like selfies and shit like you do on. I you think know, I think social media is gonna be the fucking <laughs> death of us. I'm telling you, I, I swear to God, it's terrible. It's terrible. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't read just just text and and really get what people yeah. are saying. Yeah, you you lose a lot of the nuance. I think you. Got, I think I'm telling you, I, I'm ready to get off. A hundred percent. Just if it wasn't for the goddamn podcast, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I would have been done with it months ago. I'm just so sick yeah. of it because uh, nothing that nothing you say on there, you know, is taken as it's meant, as it's intended. I find. Yeah, it's you just know, a void. everything's just people read it, they take it how the fuck they want to, and it's just vile half the time. You know, uh, I'm sick of it. I just use it for sick band, really. Like yeah. that. That's about it. Just yeah. band stuff, and then. I yeah, think like more and more people are doing that, man. Yeah, just events. sort of stepping away. I'm gonna make yeah. a fake account just for the for, for the Portugal page and just get rid of it. The, Fuck it. I'm just tired of it. No, totally. It's just too many people screaming into their own echo chambers about <laughs> you know whatever they've been yeah. told by whatever source. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, did yeah, you say taxing. something about spider spiders coming out of the showerhead? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do something like that? Exactly. <laughs> now I'm now I'm gonna be <laughs> thinking about that. Exactly. Tomorrow morning. I well, okay. love how this guy's like three minutes behind us. <laughs> 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 but just honing in on the important shit. I mean. 
No, I was just trying not to think about it, but it's now it's stuck in my head. And I was normally I'm the one who says that shit, and I'm so glad somebody else picked it up. I was like, I was like, why is he so behind us? No, I'm just gonna let it go this time. Hold up, arachnids. Somebody else got you though. You I, late fuck. I I no I it it just didn't get out of my head. I was trying to get it out of my head. It took me three minutes. It took to you, get that it long. Long. It server, took you that long. Server's froze. No, it's still stuck. <clears throat> it's still stuck right there. And now I'm gonna have nightmares for like the next seven and a half months. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something that's gonna give you better nightmares. Like somebody's gonna get pregnant in the time what that the I fuck? actually <laughs> like get that out of my head. You're not foreshadowing what? tonight. Funny story. I was a kid. We oh, had boy. this. Uh, there was a there was a pool next to our apartments, and me and my friend were sitting over there. And there's a set of bathrooms over there. We keep hearing what sounds like a faucet turning on and then off, and on and then off. Okay. And we and we start psyching each other out. He 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 kicked my ass because he's a much better <laughs> storyteller. But he's like, what if it's like a a a, a dead girl? Just been murdered, and it's her fucking corpse trying to signal that she needs help or something. And, and, and he'd be like, Turn the water on if you need help. <laughs> and then it'd fucking come on. I was like, You son of a bitch. <laughs> he kept this shit up. And, and at some point, he said, He says, Because I had a skylight in my bedroom. And he's like, Yeah, you're going to be laying there in bed. And you're going to look up. That skylight, and she'd be like, Blah! right over the skylight. I laid in fucking bed for three days before I could go to sleep. That was that pissed me off. <laughs> to this day, anytime I think about it, it, it keeps me awake just a little bit longer. Dude, that's seriously what he just did to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I'm gonna be fuck. thinking about spiders coming out of my shower head. Yeah, well, also think about a dead girl in skylight. Well, <laughs> luckily I don't have a skylight. Oh uh, well. I hope a but now I'm tree just gonna falls think of through a, your fucking roof and you well, get a skylight. Well, now I'm thinking that there's just going to be a dead girl just standing in my bedroom. And now, oh, my God, this is going into a <laughs> really weird What are you really doing to yourself, spiral. man? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't combine the two spiders. Oh, it. it's too late. It's there. Oh, man. It's, Things just got weird. It's it's out there. Sounds like the next Rob Zombie movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> did, oh my. did you like the Halloween remakes? I did not see the Halloween. You remakes. didn't see them at all. No, I, I have a very low bar for remakes. Uh, like I said, we had a song based on the Thing. I did like the yeah. Thing remake. It was. Did you, know, you see the Halloween two that John Carpenter did? Anybody see that one? It was fucking nope. amazing. It was like the follow up to the original one. Yeah, seen that. Yeah, absolutely. The one where he's in like in the mental hospital and. He's been there, and all of the other sequels never happened. Is this is this the <laughs> retcon? Re, it's not a remake. It's like it's no, it's it's part two essentially. Oh, okay, like yeah. So John Carpenter did part one, and then he did part two and part three, and then he actually stopped after that. But um, part three was not a Halloween. It was not a Michael Myers movie. It was just a. It was the one where they did the uh, season of the witch. It was all about masks and shit. Oh, okay. All these kids across the country, they wanted them to wear the same masks. And then hmm. on Halloween at like a certain time, they'd all watch the TV and it'd melt their faces off. <laughs> that movie flopped, so he went back to Michael Myers. But um, basically what John Carpenter did just a couple years ago is he made a, a sequel to Halloween 1. And this was his sequel, and it basically invalidated everything after the original number one. <laughs> yeah. This was his sequel, yeah, direct sequel to that. Everything. 
the basically the story goes Michael Myers falls out the window after Loomis shoots him, lays in the front yard, gets up, runs away, and gets arrested and spends the rest of his fucking days in a mental ward. That's it. Simple. He's a real dude. He's a real fucking guy. At one point, he gets shot in the movie in the hand, blew his fingers off, like gone. So, you know, that was that's what he was trying to do is sort of say, no, this is just a real dude. A real guy. Yeah. It's not. It's not this. Yeah, humanized. This monster that has been created over the years, mm-hmm. and at the end, he killed him. Theoretically. Oh. Theoretically, was it off screen? Yeah. But then, what's what's the uh, what's the guys who did all the like the Saw movies? Blumhouse. Blum. Blumhouse. Blumhouse. Yeah, Productions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They took it over and made like two sequels to it. Oh. So it's like, oh, so I guess I guess he didn't. I. F- who knows? He didn't yeah. die knows? enough to not make more money. <laughs> <laughs> there's always money. If there's money left on the table, they're gonna fucking do it. Exactly. What's the best one though? Out of all the out of all the movies, hey, I like, like the Rob Michael Zombie. Myers. No, I'm saying like best serial killer, Michael Myers, oh. uh, Jason, Freddy, all that shit. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite, Matt? Oh man, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough because I actually was just scrolling through streaming services yesterday and uh the movie uh freddy vs jason came up i was like man that is such a good fucking movie have you guys seen freddy vs jason i have not i saw Don't. it ages ago when it like first Don't. came out it's <laughs> one of the funniest movies i've ever <laughs> oh, seen in my terrible. entire life it was like terrible. so bad but it's in funny. a hilarious way it was terrible it was so it was good <laughs> polish that off man Polish it all. I Rock think and roll. Freddy's pretty awesome, though. Just the whole like ethereal aspect that you can throw in with the dreams and everything makes that it is so pretty much dope. Cooler it, it does. It does add a new layer. Yeah. But Michael Myers was always mine because yeah. I always felt like that was the that had the most ability to be real, mm-hmm. which was also why I liked the John Carpenter follow up because it essentially was a real thing. Like that that guy just broke out of a psych ward. Yeah. And just fucking yeah. murdered people. So, the idea of, of that just scared the shit out of me. It was like, oh, I know this fucking Freddy Krueger guy ain't real, but I did push my bed up against my closet yeah. <laughs> for three years after yeah. I saw Dream Dream Warriors, I think it was, Could part three. I, 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 I was swore that he was in my closet, so, yeah. you know. Um, could be the neighbor. That's fuck. That's what I'm saying. That's what makes it real, because you're like, <laughs> shit, that could be anybody that could literally be my neighbor. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Michael Myers resonated most with me. I will say, whenever I was a kid, the first Saw movie really blew my mind. Yeah, see, you're you're a little younger yeah. than I. How old are you? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Oh, that hurt, man. That hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a kid whenever that first Saw movie came out, and yeah, that, that was that was really cool. Yeah, I never got into the Saw movies. I, I never watched like the sequels, yeah. the sequels, but that first one, yeah. I was never much for the for the gore. It didn't oh, really okay. do it for me. Okay. You know. Um, I didn't. I did not enjoy watching Carrie always chopping his foot off. <laughs> yeah, for me, he's it, it's a Princess Bride kind of thing yeah. with, with Princess with Bride, Men in Tights. Love, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Tights. yeah, that's tights. a fucking tights. classic. Tights. Uh, yeah, watching him cut his foot off, I'm screaming his head off. when he falls in the fucking. Oh, <laughs> 
No, it's funny. I see, I've seen <laughs> saw. I saw Saw first before I knew any of those movies. So that's my first introduction to, oh, to him. So <laughs> like seeing all his other movies is. Yeah. See, I watched Saw and I was like, Carrie Elwes, what the fuck? The claw. <laughs> the claw yeah, right. is coming right. for you. Like oh, right. yes. <laughs> for liar, 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 liar. Yep. Ah, the claw. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, dumb. that was that was a little weird for me, but, yeah. but I can imagine it being really strange the other way too. It's always more into like sci-fi horror, sci-fi yeah. horror. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like me Jason too. X. <laughs> oh God, that was in such space. a good movie. That's right. That was such <laughs> that a great was in movie. Space, wasn't it? <laughs> and then it, it goes into like the VR room where like we're actually they're actually at the lake. Was it a good movie though? Really? No, but that's <laughs> what makes it good. <laughs> <laughs> so bad it was good. That's why I like Jason vs. Freddy. That was so good. <laughs> I prefer when they're intentionally like badly, you know, like Zombievers or something like that. Yeah, it's just total tongue and Sharknado sheet. kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you, would you guys watch the Sharknados? No, no, no. Me neither. I, 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 I heard they're fucking great. <laughs> I started once. I got like twenty minutes into it, and I was just like. Bleh. Uh, I'm just gonna watch Bill and Ted or something. I, I you know they're coming out with a third. One. Yeah. yeah, they're coming yeah. out with a third one. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. And you know what? It's sort of that was a sort good of segue. Funny. Did I just get a good segue? Well, you did, and then you, I ruined until, until, until I talked it about it. Yeah. But it's also cool because the Bill and Ted thing, and I did want to mention this actually. So I'm glad that you segued into it. Uh, You're welcome. I'm I'm excited for this movie to come out because I think it actually says. Exactly what we fucking need right now, which is just be excellent to each other. That just resonates with me a lot. So, have you seen the poster for it? Yeah, yeah, they did that weird like de aging thing to Keanu Reeves, where he he looks like Tony Wasal now. Like. The, they, they all he did was shave. It's Tony. weird. He shaved his fucking beard off. See, that's why I don't do that. <laughs> Because I don't know what I'll look like anymore. <laughs> it, it, it's totally changed in like 10 years, I'm sure. I don't know what's under there anymore. How, how long have you been growing that thing for, man? Right? Well, I got married in 2006. Right? Yeah. Yes. Don't ask like me careful, for it. <laughs> Nobody, not like careful, anybody man. here knows. Careful. <laughs> uh, 2006, and I, I, I had a beard in 2006. So, yeah, 14 years. Wow. On and off, but... Uh, I mean, I've shaved it off, but you know, here and there, not for a very long time, though. I was gonna say, so. I shave off this sorry excuse for a goatee, and I look like I'm 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, you still get carded for beer, don't you? Yeah, as recently as last year, yes. Son of a bitch, <laughs> Jesus. I don't get carded for beer with a fucking mask on, okay? That's how bad it is for me. Dude, I that's did. That's how old I look. Did you see the gray hair is poking exactly, out Exactly. Like, oh, this fucking guy. Dude, I just got turned out of the store just today. For for not having an ID? Well, no, I have my ID, but because it was just my birthday, I didn't realize it, but my ID expired. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> You gotta stay up on those things. Oh, well, I didn't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, had a gas I mean, station. it's been so—it's been how many years? Like, yeah, but the, I, but the wait, but wait, wait. More importantly, the lady at the gas station wouldn't sell you cigarettes because your fucking ID was expired. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, I didn't know they had such high standards. Yeah, well, it wasn't even beer. It was—it was a twist. It was two twisted teas, like one of the, like the hard twisted teas, and I and some cigarettes. 
I think maybe we should talk about why you're drinking twisted teas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking that was right. put that a was goddamn <laughs> shot in some tea like a man. I that, was, first that, that was fuck. Hey, the man likes what he likes. <laughs> well, all right, number Do one, you wash it down with a smear off or yeah. what? <laughs> No, Mike's hard. No. White claw, <laughs> <Dude>. man. White <laughs> claw. <laughs> he does drink white claws. He likes the fucking pomegranate white claws. That shit's fantastic. All right. Oh, uh, is it? You like? You, are you a fan? I will drink a white claw with no oh shame whatsoever. Oh my god, that, that stuff uh, is delicious. Yeah, I will have one or two. <sighs> they're refreshing and they're light. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But any more, more than two, that, I've seen you drink mm. twelve of them, fucks. <laughs> No, Who you, are you kidding? You have never seen me drink twelve of them, fucks. <laughs> you want to see me drink twelve of them? Yes, I do. I'll put down 12 yeah. of them. <laughs> do you want that to be like next week's episode? <laughs> next week is Carl Oliver from the Twisted Dragon Forge right here in Gainesville, Florida. He makes Damn. his own blades. He was actually on Forged in Fire on the History Channel. Huh. That's pretty cool. cool. Kind of dope. Really Reed's going to nice. be back to join us for it, too. So you guys will be talking about knives and blades, and I'm going to be over here slamming down 12. <laughs> 12 white claws Sounds safe. Should we do that? I think we should Especially if he brings knives Because they're probably Going to be real sharp Yeah That, that seems like and a I can, I can hear idea. you now Oh no It's not that bad no, Oh no, no. It's, it's just it's, a little It's just a little blood It's, it's just, gonna be fun I just did a bad day Yeah You're required to open every one With one of the blades <laughs> <laughs> I like that the idea sharp The biggest Most dangerous one That he has I like that idea It's like Can I just like Open this with one swipe <laughs> I hope he brings I hope he brings some That'd be pretty cool That would be cool I don't think he's going to let you open beers. With, well, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call Trulies beers. He's not going to let you open those <laughs> uh, those fucking Trulies with, with his badass knives, though. Well, it should probably open a truly pretty easily because they're kind of weak. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at my fucking eyes, man? I was just waiting to see if that. <laughs> I got nothing. I was just waiting to I see if nothing. that that horrible joke would resonate with oh anybody. Oh my god! <laughs> Anyways, guys, when can we when can we hear more from Apex? When's that going to happen? Whether it's another streaming show or we're going to put out some material, like what's happening? When are we going to hear from you guys? So I mean, August fifth. I'm sorry, August fifteenth uh, at High Dive. August fifteenth yep. at the High Dive. Another live and you, and that's stream a streaming show. show? Yes. Where do people yep. go? Obviously, they could go check out High Dive on on Facebook and all that stuff. Is there a specific site you mentioned it earlier? Maybe. Yeah. So apexbandmusic.com is our website. So uh, Noon Chorus is is the website that the show will be running. Correct. Yeah. Noon, Noon Chorus. Chorus is the yeah Noonchorus.com. N o n n o o n c h o r u s. You can also get com. there directly from like the Facebook event because it's still it's still a ticketed event because yep. the yeah. idea is to raise money to help out High Dive. So you have to click on purchase a ticket. Mm-hmm. In order to gain access uh, to the actual live stream itself, right, and it's like six dollars, and all the money goes to high dive. We're yeah. gonna uh, we're gonna make sure that when that happens, you guys let us know. We're gonna post it on our site. Um, I'll contact folks out at Hellfire. Maybe they can help out and uh, help spread that word because they've got a they've got a pretty big reach, um, and there's a lot of people that listen to that site that would 100% dig what you guys are doing. Great. Uh, It'll help high dive too, and it'll help out the high dive. Yeah, yeah. And Pat's good people, man. I really hope we. The high dive was was our home for a long time. You know, I don't want to see that place go under by any means. Absolutely not. Yeah. Back when it was Common Grounds and like under other names. I mean, there's there's so much history, so much, so many memories there. What was it before Common Grounds? 
was it? It wasn't the disc before Common Grounds. I mean, I I knew I knew it as Common Grounds. That was the first iteration that I remember. Really? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. I, I didn't go out a lot before I started playing yeah. in a band. Actually. Well, I know at one point it was it was the covered dish, huh. and then okay. I th- I think it, I think once Common Grounds moved off University and that became 1982, mm. it was Common Grounds for a good while. Yeah. And then Pat and Mo took it over, mm-hmm. and it turned into the Double Down. Down. Yeah, that's right. what I remember. Yeah. Didn't right. work. Yeah. Double down. It was like that for a hot minute. And then, yeah. yeah, and then yeah. they they I guess they got like a cease and desist or some shit because somebody oh. out in huh. Vegas has the name Double Down on a bar or something, and uh, so then they changed to the High Dive. I mean, just think of how many like awesome bands though, that we've not just obviously oh. like playing there, but like Dude. you know like Buckethead and you know yes. Chris Broderick and yes, you know, Fozzy, <laughs> a Seven Dust. We played. Yeah, we played with Fozzy. Yeah, Fozzy. Huh. Yeah, forgot we, about we, that. We played with Trapped too. They just they just had their uh, yeah I, I, big three hundred yeah <laughs> I didn't want to say that too loud <laughs> I might go back and edit that out even <laughs> but yeah no we played with Trapped over there we played with what was uh, that other big band Texas Hippie Coalition yeah, oh, a lot yeah. Of fun. what was that band that they had like like seven people on stage all of them had like Andrew huge WK long hair. played there yeah he I did watch them uh, Joe's gonna fucking kill me because there was another Seven Dust P-O- was Pod what was that band it was a uh, Oh, Pop Evil. Pop Evil. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was a killer show. Yeah, we played with those guys. I still those got those fun. ticket stubs hanging on my fridge. That was a good show. <laughs> that was, was a good. killer was, show. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we sold a lot of tickets to that show, I believe. I think Under Oath is playing there next week. Yeah. There's there's like a like three, three shows. Three streaming benefit. events yeah. from, from Under Oath. Oh, Afro Man dope. used to play there all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the Yin Yang place. <laughs> It's been that. there's there's been so much history on that stage, you know, even yeah. not just in the period of time that, that it's been the high dive, but I mean, yeah, from from all the iterations before that, yeah. and I just really hope that this place pulls through, you know. So I think it's awesome that you guys are doing the streaming shows. We're gonna share it, get as many people in to view that as we can, and, and help save the goddamn stages, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Any oh, parting yeah. thoughts of wisdom? Oh man, wisdom from us is a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Just Ooh. too much thought. Try, try not to take things too seriously. Calm yeah. down in this tough times, and you know, reach out for help for you know all the support that you need. Yeah, uh, with all your friends and family. Absolutely. That's, you know, that's really, that's really big uh, nowadays. Find, yeah. find something that you love to do. Yeah. Find people you love to be with. I mean, like we were saying throughout this entire thing, it's like what's keeping us sane right now. Yeah. It's like you got the podcast, we got the music. You know, yeah. we get a chance to spend time with each other and hang out. It's it's like it's a shit time in many ways, but at the same time, you know, we're all still here. Right? Yeah. You know, still yeah. trying to take it a day at a time and do what you enjoy with yeah. whatever yeah. time you get. Yeah. D- yep. Despite all the shit, I mean, there's still a lot of a lot of things that have come out of this. A lot of good that has come out of this. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people are connecting again on a different level. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people rediscovering family, you know, that in that time that they spend with each other, you know. Um, and that's, I mean, that's not that's not terrible. You yeah. know, worse things can happen. Yeah. What about you, Andy? Anything to say? I think it's just important out? to, you know, enjoy the nuance of life. Uh, everything's not always so, you know, divisive and black and white. We do live in a world of shades of gray. Um, so try not to, like Joseph was saying, try not to take everything seriously. Uh, consider everybody's perspective when it comes to absolutely anything you do and just try to be a good person, period. Yeah, try to have fun doing it too. And buy a Corvette. 
Yeah. Yeah, that, that, ah. that does help. <laughs> just, just a Corvette. <laughs> it did. I might be able to hear it if I start it from here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start my diesel from here. We'll see which one. We'll oh, see which geez. one's louder. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can't compete with it. Um, websites. What's a website? Where Where can people find you? ApexBandGainesville.com. ApexBandGainesville.com. Yep, we're on Facebook, Instagram. And we're going to share all that, of course, in the show notes to make sure that you can get out there and find Apex. Um, guys, this has been fun. Um, I know it was a little rough there at spots from my uh, my my blacking out for, for a moment. <laughs> a long day. We're amateurs. It's we don't do good. this for a living, goddammit. Hey, it's been a long-ass week. <laughs> it's been a long-ass <laughs> week it's and a long-ass month and a long-ass year. But uh, there's more to come, so... Uh, Keep going over there to uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and uh, hit that subscribe button. Follow us on YouTube. For those who don't know, we are uh, uploading a old episode every week when we upload a new episode. So uh, pretty much you're getting a two-for-one deal every week. So uh, get over there to YouTube. Portugal Pod is the channel. Again, thank you, Andy, Christian, Joseph, Kyle. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. Again, episode 39. Hell yeah. We're 40 next week. We love you. PortugalPod.com. Check it out. Bye-bye.